in case you missed it on Newsbreak. Point always is that you're unexpectedly put into a situation where you fall into the water or perhaps you're washed away or in a rip current in the sea. Unfortunately, in South Africa, most people don't know how to swim or certainly can't swim to survive. And when they refer to swimming, they, they're referring to bathing. In other words, kind of wading in up till their chest. But if they didn't have a bottom to stand on, they wouldn't be able to swim. And that's the, the real challenge that, that we face. The best thing is to learn to swim to that level is to be able to float and then at least make it to the side if you ever unexpectedly get into the water. But two, it really is a survival skill. It will save your life at some stage in in the future. So if you ever fall into the water unexpectedly, what you should do is take a deep breath. If you do take a deep breath and hold it in and calm down, you should float. And once you've relaxed enough, you can start to paddle in whatever elementary way on your back to the shore or to the side or to the nearest fixed object that you can grab onto. Now, we do know that there are certain weather conditions that contribute to the conditions out at sea being different and very dangerous. What are some of these conditions that people need to be aware of? People should avoid river crossings, particularly if the water is running fast. It may not look strong or it may not be deep, but if the water is flowing fast enough, it will actually wash you away, even if the water is only up to your knees. So at all costs, people should avoid crossing rapid flowing water like a river. Most drowning in South Africa actually happens inland and not at the coast. And the other major issue is the supervision of children around water. So adults should take responsibility for supervising any child that's near any water, whether it's a bucket, a bar, a pond, a swimming pool, anybody of water where children are, they should be supervised by an adult. And the adult should be within reaching distance of those children so that if something happens, they can grab them and pull them to safety. A very important risk factor at the beach is the issue of rip currents. If there are lifeguards on a beach, you should try and swim as close to the lifeguard flags as you can because generally those flags demarcate a safe swimming area. Otherwise, again, parents must supervise children. Or if you don't know then rather don't swim. Now, speaking about supervision, what should someone do if they are in close contact with someone who is drowning? Call for help as quickly as possible. So emergency number 112 and just give your location and what the emergency is. If you're a really good swimmer, you can look for a pink rescue boy or a rescue boy on the beach. There may be one which you could throw to the person or you could take to the person in the water. But if you're not a good swimmer or if you can't swim at all, Try and find somebody on the beach that is more proficient or look for a flotation device that's on the beach, a boy, pink boy or another round boy and throw it to the person that's interested in the water. News break. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.